<laughs> P.O.D. I can't believe they started it this way, bro. Oh, God. <laughs> chill, chill, dude. I mean, chill. you need to relax. <laughs> dude, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, okay? Like... Is Rue always tense or just because I'm here? No, this episode, <laughs> this episode just gets everyone angry. We're going to get so extreme right now. No, we're not. We're going to get so extreme. Come on. I don't, listen, bro. <laughs> All right, I'm not going to do anything, bro. Dude. Is if this I a, hear bro one more freaking time. Should we call this bro-sode? It's a bro-sode? I don't know what this is. This is a bro-sode. This is awful. <laughs> All the way around, Horrible. <laughs> And yet, it has such a damn good beginning. <laughs> yeah, it's a good opening. It doesn't it's a make solid any opening. sense. I thought I was going to get something exciting and fun. Instead, I got Clark questioning his masculinity. And then I have some three guys who I don't even know the names of until the last five minutes because it's like they forgot about it. Whoa, dude. Scott Bowman? Yeah. Wade? By the way, <laughs> he has a goatee in his high school photo. Did you see, wait, did you see that one of their quotes in the yearbook was take no prisoners? Yes, yeah, it was take no prisoners. Who allowed that? That's the school did. Well, apparently, uh, Smallville allows a lot, if you can't tell, by Lana's mother's speech. <laughs> so, they they allow what he said, but they don't allow that speech It literally, be... it literally looks like a mugshot. <laughs> take no prisoners. It, again, they both look exactly the same. <laughs> They still have the tattoos. Oh my goodness, dude. It made no sense. Alright, so as you can tell, we're really excited about this episode. We're back once again this week on Somebody Save Me Podcast. Um, episode 13, Kinetic. Are you ready for it, dude? I don't want to. I, I had to sit through a Whitney episode. See, and even last week, you made me have to listen to your defense of Whitney. Look how cool of a guy he is. Look Only that episode, nice dude. He's being. Look how great he is. Oh. What is he in this episode, Joseph? Is he your nice, friendly Whitney that you were talking about? Hey, he was only nice that one episode. I told you it was weird. But yeah, we're back to Whitney, the one I hate. Notice, he doesn't wear his Letterman at all this episode. Notice, this is there is no Filler Tuesday because you thought this was a Friday episode. <laughs> because it had your boy in it. I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. Hey, dude. I mean, pretty good opening, though. You're lucky I can't say anything against it. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. Let's get into it. What are we opening up to? We're opening up to some POD, which I was so <laughs> down for. Look how bad they are. Why the problem so is, I, th I thought they were on cocaine or Dude. something, and they were drug dealers. And the guy just pulls off his arm? Did you see that in the backseat? Like, okay. how are you not already as a viewer... All right. like, I already okay. have to pause. I already have to pause. I was so confused. I thought that they had multiple mannequin arms in the back seat, and like they were like planning. Is on... this a heist plot? Exactly. <laughs> I thought it was some Ocean's Eleven. I didn't realize the guy only had one arm till about two thirds of the way through. He's had his weapon in it. Yeah, and until Clark <laughs> mentioned it, I was like, oh yeah, that is one arm. <laughs> I. I was just completely lost. I kind of kind of brushed over this. I didn't even notice that he was pulling off an arm on, on his own body. And so, yeah, you're, you're questioning where they're even at. It just looks like the woods. I, I thought so. And they were just, they had their stereo cranked up all the way. Because that's what you do before a robbery. <laughs> yeah. You make sure everybody can hear what you are doing, where you're at. Thanks. Buddy, roll down the windows. We got a jam, man. 
we're right, right, we're, not, we're right outside the place we got to rob. <laughs> All right, I, I do got to mention this, though. So after we get past the three... The three, the three bros. Yeah, we're going to call three bros. Three bros. By the way, I really did put bro one, bro two here for the longest bro. time. Bro. It's, it's hard. <laughs> but now we have a very interesting situation between Lex and Chloe. Yeah. Where Chloe is interviewing Lex, now explaining, oh, hey, so... Is there any type of secrets that the Luthers are telling us? Like the level three that you lied about, you son of a bitch? <laughs> she went, what is going on? I thought you were in high school. Like, Chloe, why are you bringing up old shit? Why can't we get into that question, Chloe? Let's start out with Lex. How's it going? How are you? No, no. Lex. She opens the door. Lex. Level three. Tell me. And Have you been doing more? What, what I love, though, is Lex's response, of course, because it, she says Mr. Luther, and it's, please, call me Lex. Immediately trying to do his, his little charm. And by the way, I love his charm more than the Kent charm. Of course. I understand the Lex charm. Why do you think Nell's with him right now? That's true. And there is a <laughs> lot of, once again, Dude, in, I, it's a... insane. How does this keep happening? There's always a tie-in between Nell and Lex. I put in my notes or, like later on. <laughs> I was like, Taylor's theory. It's We're going to still go back to it because well, it's possible. It's, it has to be like, we're about 75%, right? Oh, for sure. Okay. For sure. At least 70. But what's funny about even Lex making that snarky remark, Chloe then says, are you going to answer the question or not? Yeah. Clark. Chloe, stop! Stop it! Hey, listen, 14-year-old girl, you're in my house. How? I wouldn't even love it. And then why is she, like, somewhat turned on, like, why are they both just impressed and suddenly turned on with that? Well, it's because they both know the Benjamin Franklin quote. And if you know a Benjamin Franklin <laughs> quote, you know that that gets everybody turned on. It means, please take off your pants. And that's exactly what it means. You Clark, wanna... leave. Leave us. Clark, lightning storm, kite, key, let's do it. <laughs> Bro, and then who do we have here? Darius. Well, what I so here's also kind of my my thing with the Lex in this scene that we're gonna get to here, is how many bodyguards does he have? Bro, infinite. Okay, if he has infinite bodyguards, exactly. Stay on that point. So why would they be left alone? How is there so much noise that's about to happen that no bodyguards are around? That's really just what I point out. What do you mean noise? Like the the car outside? I'm talking about noise whenever they start going at it here. <laughs> so that's what I am saying. That's true because, yeah, Darius comes in, tells him, hey, your father's on the line, and he likes, wants to take it privately. And so he goes with him and basically unprotected, uh, unsupervised children here. It, exactly. No maid, no butler coming to check me like, hey, you guys want a drink? No yeah. thing. Yeah, where's Amy's ass for that, huh? Exactly! <laughs> well, was Amy the only help that the Lex house had? Well, Lex, you're supposed to hire new help. Get a new family. Maybe he didn't like the new family yet. I mean, he's looking around everywhere. Remember, he was using them. He wants the Kent family, most of the all. The family dude. portrait. <laughs> Do you think Lex wants to build, like, a mansion on the farm and be like, hey, guys? Dude, he wants to build, like, a Barbie dollhouse, but for a grown man. Yeah, with on little, the Kent farm. Yeah, with little little mini Like overlooking people. the Kent farm. Oh, yeah. That'd be some sick and twisted. I love the it. The delightful of children from down the lane. He should have bought the hill above him. <laughs> and so we realize that the robbers are actually outside of the Luther mansion, and it cuts to them going to the gate. And then now we have Chloe wanting to snoop around the mansion because this is what you do. Yeah, of course, but she has to set up dummy first by then saying, Oh, Clark, look at this face. And then Clark goes, hey, look at it. How? And then she immediately leaves. How'd she do that? 
it's because she's Chloe. And oh, by the way, I actually rewound the scene because I'll give her this. The moment he turns around, she runs. Hmm, like you could clearly see her taking off. Where now we're having the three burglars, the three bros. Who just appear. They just appear, which here's my question to you, Joseph. From where they appear, doesn't it seem like they appeared from the safe that they are now going into? So wouldn't they have already walked through the safe to then have to go backwards? He moved like three feet to the left. I, yeah, Couldn't I really... he have just done that? Why didn't he have to look at him? And see, yeah, my thing is, too, is that even with that, that could be it. But also, what if they rose from the ground? Which would be weird. Like, how would they do that? Why would they rise from the ground? I don't know. Tell what me. are they doing? Because this is my problem with this power. Ever since phasing, because whoa, whoa, think about... Whoa, 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 This is the shadow cat power, okay? I don't want it... But she goes through the ground, too. Exactly. So I Permeation. like what you're saying to me is yeah. what I'm oh, saying. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, dude, dude, I'm sorry, dude. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm sorry. All right, so... Yeah, no, my thing is because, of course, with that power, my hero with permeation on Lemillion, it's it's impossible for me to think, oh, they can just walk through the wall like that and no problem. Like, oh, how are you still f- walking on solid you know, ground where you're not just falling through? And that's a very valid point, which they really don't explain because even what we'll get to it much later on. But even Chloe's explanation, what you just mentioned would happen if it was really happening. Exactly. On how she's expl- okay. Yeah. All right. But yeah, so they basically, yeah, they go up into the safe, which they probably passed through on their way in. (laughs) And so now they're going to rob. Look how big this safe is. They completely passed through it. It's an entire room. It's, dude, this is a crazy safe also. And I will say that I don't think Lex keeps this safe forever because I was like, what is this? I don't remember this safe at all. Well, it's. He has a something behind the bookshelf. I just think that. It's so much that it looks like its own jewelry store. Yeah. Where it went to a side store. Yeah, it's like a side (laughs) store behind them. It's like, come to Lexus Jewels. We have the best. America's Diamond sells the best-selling diamonds in. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I thought was going on. And so they took all of it. What we find is that there was a red disc that went on a three and a half floppy A disc. Floppy disc. That he now takes. Chloe and Clark are now back on the scene. Where Clark is like, Chloe, why would you run off? Stop snooping. Chloe tells Clark to shut up. Yeah, Clark feels something. What? What? Yeah. Oh no, he notices the bags. Yes. And then he starts to feel weird because, you'll see, there's kryptonite tattoos on them. Wait, we're not gonna get there no. yet because first we have a crazy scene where a guy gets him in the headlock. Clark immediately gets weak, which is very abnormal. Chloe then runs out of the room. Another dude is standing there. Clark is really just getting his ass whooped. Chloe got the kryptonite reaction going. Hey, I don't care. He needs to get up and do something. If it was Lana, he would have done something. That's true. Look at that glowing tattoo. And now we see the glowing tattoos where Chloe is fighting back, where this is what you do. You throw her out the window. Yeah, 14-year-old girl gone. That's what we do when we rob the Lex house. We throw women out windows. Yeah, now she's hanging on for dear life. Bro, what a fall. What a fall. And the fact that she only actually ends up breaking her arm and having a slight concussion, whoa. Yeah, where does her black eye come from? Uh, Clark. <laughs> Damn it, Chloe, why'd you fall? <laughs> oh, you saw what I was dealing with. Why did you fall over there? Could you do anything? I had to worry about myself, now I have to worry about you. All right, but I, I really have to ask the question, though. If that's Lana, he fights through it, right? Mm, maybe. You, you saw the kryptonite reaction. That man can't do much. 
And also, you got your veins again. It's really weird. I thought they really weren't bringing back the veins. Yeah, you have been completely wrong on the veins. They have shown veins every other episode. Hey, I didn't create the show. Uh, you were the one that went out on a limb and said, Oh, yeah, yeah, Taylor, this is only the one episode that the show is I'm on. like the guy in the back seat went out on a limb. What do you mean the guy in the back seat? He has no arm. Okay. <laughs> I really, I could not believe whenever they said it. I, I just had no idea what was going on with the arm. I was like, hey, he doesn't have an arm. Hey, hey. we're getting no commercials again this week. Oh, I know. And it's because this episode is so wonderful. They want us to get through it. <laughs> I really want to know where she got the black eye from. So after the robbery scene, Chloe had her fall right at the hospital the next day, whatever. And I really don't get where she got the black eye. She was fighting, but that man didn't swing on her. All right. So my explanation to it more than anything is maybe she hit a rock on the way down. <laughs> Well, maybe it happens, okay? But either way, when, when Lex now walks in and he's just now explaining to Clark while Clark is worried because he wasn't able to save her, Lex, don't worry, I got everything. I got the best doctors that are able to look after her. Clark is now saying, but what's going to happen? Is she going to be able to make it? He explains that it was, what was it, clavicle? Something. It was the arm, though. Mm -hmm. Either way, she broke that, and then she also had the concussion, but they're wanting to make sure that there is no swelling in the brain. The main thing that I have here is that this is just going to be a common trend in this episode. I'm tired of listening to Clark. It's so much of just, oh, me, he's me, just, me. Dude, he's 14, bro. It's all about I wasn't able to get there. It's, listen. Well, maybe if you were fast enough. Exactly. That's what Jonathan would tell him. And you know what? Jonathan <laughs> does tell him a little bit of that. He does get on his ass this episode. Now, they're mm. going through with the explanation of, well, who are these guys? Yeah, apparently there's been so many robberies in the county. So yeah, many in the county, and so no one ever knows how they don't open a lock. They just appear out of thin air, take everything. No one gets it. Well, the good news is is that there was one bank that was able to have them trip a wire or trip the alarm that made them sound off, where then they weren't able to grab anything, and that's where it was the one time that somebody noticed them. There's still not even a footage of them. They don't even show us, like, a videotape. That's also the other thing that doesn't make any sense. It's probably that goatee that guy has. It's, like, really, like, it's powerful. So, like, it helps. What do you mean a goatee? The goatee, the guy? The goatee? The robbery? That's not what's going the on robber? here. No. You sure? You know what? <laughs> I'm not sure in this episode. <laughs> and so, yeah, so Lex is just basically explaining that whole thing. And now Clark is just super interested. Like, can they trace it? Boy. Well, this is where he's trying to step in and out Fred shoes, and he is now wanting to take on the case himself mm -hmm. in order to be the mystery solver. Because the prime, the prime solved individual is out, is out for the count, bro. So now we're having to rely on Clark. And Lex is over here like, dude, I don't care what they took. I just care about Chloe's well-being. Like, okay, yeah, right, bro. Well, it was interesting that <laughs> Clark up. even said, why aren't you going to the police? And Lex, no. Yeah, that's right. But let's be honest. Would you go to the Smallville police? They're terrible. They're, oh, they suck. They're the Who am I going to talk to? Ethan? Oh, uh, Deputy Ethan? He's the worst I've ever seen. <laughs> and so, yeah, he's just looking at her. So now we're back. Where we're back? The Dallas. God, this is your favorite place. It's going to be our favorite place, okay? Okay, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Lana's actually not in this episode a lot, which this is one of my favorite parts, which is why I have to pause. Oh, you like her little jog over there? The stupid little jog? Okay, so she walks out of the flower shop. Whitney just happens to be on that same yeah. corner. 
And she's like, hey, Winnie, wait up. His face is, oh, shit. Oh, he is so mad that she yelled at him and that she wants to talk like to him. This he doesn't want to deal with her at all You would right think he now. has, like, a restraining order on her. Well, he's so... <laughs> and here's the thing. Why wouldn't he tell her? I don't get it either. So yeah, because clearly... we already went through the whole not telling her and not opening up. We did this three episodes ago, Whitney. You're supposed to have been able to grow at this point. Yeah, he's acting like Clark right now, dude. Yeah, but this is as if, like, he lost his superpower. He did. No, he didn't. The Letterman's not on him, bro. Well, that's true, but there's a reason why it can't be on him. And now we're having where, once again, like what we're talking about here, Lana is wanting... Uh, Whitney to be able to explain what's going on. Is it your dad? Whitney's acting weird, saying, no, it's nothing. I just got to do inventory. And he's throwing it in these things like, oh, yeah, you know, Smallville always keep you down. This place sucks. Yeah, I know. I hate my life. I, I don't understand, because, by the way, is Kansas State really that far? No. Okay. They're in Kansas. And so and so after that, basically, Whitney's like, I got to go. I got to go to the store. I got to go to the store. I got to help out. Basically blows off his girlfriend. Which is uh, pretty ballsy, bro. No, it's not. He's done it several times, and she allows it. She's allowed Clark to Lana. say some of the most messed up things <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. So, no, Lana allows a lot of things to go here, which, Joseph, this is also one of the funniest scenes for me. This this is actually a glimpse of what he did to Chloe when she was knocked out. Oh, oh my. <laughs> He's no. like, this is Chloe. Repeat it again, Clark. Oh that's what he do. That's what he's doing. What is your? And he's traumatized. He's going through it. Okay. He's repeating the event over and over and over. I I really have a serious question though. <laughs> Why is he not using the axe? He has a hand. What? <laughs> wouldn't Wouldn't this strength be able to work for the axe? And it would be able to work just fine. Um. He has a hand. I'm I'm trying to understand the hand aspect. When it comes to hitting the wood here. I think it's one of those moments where he's trying to show off a bit. So he's hoping... That's like, what I'm He's saying. hoping like, Lana walks in. Like, what is Unannounced, this? of course, because she always does. And so he's hoping he's like, Lana, hurry up. I'm getting a little a little winded. Why? why <laughs> Maybe I'll take my shirt off. Like, why couldn't he just use the axe? Bro, it's not as sharp as his hand. Couldn't he be faster than... He's like clearly, and I love, dude, I love Jonathan's comment as he comes in here. Okay, so now we have Martha and Jonathan being able to walk into here, and they're asking him, oh, hey, what's going on? Clark's Mar like, I'm just trying to make myself useful. Jonathan's smart-ass response, because once again, Jonathan is trying to get out of doing his own work. So what does he say? What does he say? Hey, son, we need firewood, not toothpick. You son of a bitch, Jonathan. I hate you so much. All you're doing is using your son to do your chores. Because you don't do anything <laughs> around the barn. You are absolutely worthless. What were you even doing right now? It's like, see are we Clark's... going to fixing the truck again? Let's see if Clark's done doing my chores. Martha, come with me. I, yeah. Well, what is... So now they're having... <laughs> God, I hate him so much. And now Clark is obviously just, once again, blaming himself for the Chloe incident. So stupid. Where his parents are now just, once again, telling him that it's not your fault... You're going to need to get over this. Sometimes you're not able to save everybody. Yeah, John's like, suck it up. Well, it's just a weird situation because, once again, she's going to be fine. Yeah, even Martha's like, dude, I mean, you could try to go do something. I mean, yeah. hey, get out. Stop. You don't have to punch the wood. 
Yeah, he was about to punch the wood again, and then Jonathan actually had to pull it away, saying, no, you're ruining my wood. <laughs> Damn it, Clark. All right, I, I just told you about the toothpicks and cutting it properly. Get the axe. All right, so what do you think happens here as Clark walks out? You think John is like, all right, Martha, here you go. Here you go. I'll be in the house. Or he's like, okay, can you teach me how to chop wood now? No. What happened is that the moment that Clark walks out, he puts the wood on the stump, and then he immediately goes, All right, Martha, I'll be in there a little bit later. You want to bring out some lemonade? I might have a beer. I could bring you a beer. And so Jonathan is just acting like, once again, that he was able to chop wood, but he's just going to pick up what Clark just did. And then put it in the stack to make it seem like that he did something. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen. No, no, no. Martha, remember, he was having toothpick size. And remember, when we when we see people, remember, I chopped the wood. I chopped the wood. Oh, I chopped the wood. Yeah, so you saw I was in the bar. <laughs> I love that because I immediately thought, like, what if he's like, all right. Because Martha ain't going to watch him unless she's teaching, teaching shop. But after that, who we have here? We have we, Nell. We have Nell. She is at the talent. And this is where she is, can't believe how much stuff she has. Lana then walks in, and it's really going back and forth because Lana's wanting Nell to be able to change her mind. She is hoping that Nell is then going to back off of selling of the place. Nell is like, listen, you, you've never had any interest until now. Right. So, again, yeah, again <laughs> telling her please again. stop talking to me. But, <laughs> Joseph, what happens here? What do we find out about the magical talent and what is occurring? Oh, you mean, oh, who its owner is? Yeah, who its new, what, who is the buyer? Yeah, the new buyer is Lex Luthor. Huh. So Lex is buying the talent from Nell, yeah. who says she really needs the money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you think this conversation happened? Uh, it was in bed the night before, where Nell had to say, Lex, I'm sorry that it didn't work out with Victoria. But, you know, I, my mouth. I am needing some money right now for the talent if you want to have some new property and I can get rid of it for you. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, he's like, he's like, and all Lex said was, you know what, I appreciate that. And then they spent the night together and now they are here on the next day. Yep. Where then, and I was just thinking about her lovely night the night before and then Lana walked in she's like, oh, shit. Here comes Lana again. And Lana is now upset, finding out that Lex Luthor is the buyer, because now in the back of her mind, she's saying, how can I convince him to give it to me in a way, I feel. Yeah. I don't think that it's kind of making him not do anything. I think it's she's trying to figure out a way to have him give it to her. So, so when it comes to this next scene after that reveal, it's Clark and Pete by the Smallville Savings and Loan. I noticed the date on it. It said, like, May 9th, 1939. I thought it was about to be the first appearance, but it's not the first appearance. It's not appearance. the first appearance. It's 36, right? Yeah. 39 is Batman. I don't know if that's the exact date, but I know... Are you sure? Are you sure I it's not 39? I know 1939 is Batman. Are you sure it's not 39 for Superman? No, it's 36, I checked. Because okay. I, I, I was so certain that date meant something. Yeah, I thought it was actually comics number one. I can't believe that was 36. Yeah, Superman was first, bro. All right, so... Now we're on the scene, though, with the bang. Yeah. Okay. What? I was on Pete's... Who, who is this? Who's Pete? Who is Pete in this episode? The same old guy that you've been rooting for. He is just 
He's going against everything that we stood for. I thought you were confident. I thought that you were the hero. I thought that you were the latest <laughs> man. Instead, Clark, just let the police handle it. Come on, man. I'm a narc. We just got to go to the police and tell on them. Uh, and again, Michael, we have been making fun of this entire time. How terrible are the police officers in this town? <laughs> a 14-year-old has to do it. A 14-year-old <laughs> has to be able to solve all the crimes. And we get some x-ray vision, dude. Okay. So basically, Pete and Clark are talking about, oh, this story about how did they get in here, what happened, how did they leave unseen. And so Clark uses his x-ray vision on the vault. What does he find? He finds the guy's arm. In the which, arm! <laughs> okay, going back to what I thought, which is, you were saying, oh, you thought it was a heist. I thought that was the mannequin arm. Where they put it in the oh. contraption in order to open up the safe. And I was like, well, how did they do that? That must have been a crazy, like, lockway. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize that that was the guy's arm. Yeah, these Smallville degenerates are kind of kind of smart. Wouldn't there be just blood? May I don't know. How does it work when phasing? Well, what is the arm just completely, like, cut off? What's it showing? I don't know. I have no idea. What? I need a picture. Would there be blood? Because what if it's, like, clearly inside the metal, you know? Like, so it's fused with metal, right? I don't... I don't know. Because I don't think it would just be an arm hanging in there. I think someone would notice there's just blood dripping out of it. Well, what is it? How does it even... It's the guy's arm, dude. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, he finds the arm. It's just there still with the sleeve and everything. Clark's like, wow. Clark is completely confused. He's and doing he... the That's So Raven thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a future rocket see. You know that... <laughs> you know, it's that look that Raven gives. Like, you're just looking really dumb and out into space. Well, and Pete calls it the... <laughs> Thousand-yard stare. Yes, the Kent Thousand-yard stare, where, once again, I can't believe that Pete is just still... What are we having to mention? Oh, I feel bad, too, Clark. You don't have to feel bad about not saving her. Mm -hmm. Stop putting it on yourself. If I hear that one more time, I'm going to scream. <laughs> All right, and so after that reveal there, we get to the hideout of the robbers. With all the green ink, bro. Yeah, this is how I want my tattoos. All green. Let me ask you this, Taylor. How extreme is this, dog? This is probably <laughs> the craziest household where I'm going to have TV set up in such an awkward way. But they're <laughs> all going to be on the same channel. So when I'm flipping through it, I'm going to be able to see everything on every size on every screen. And we even had some, like, screamo music going on during this whole thing. Yeah, once again, that's how you know they're in every single scene. It's because you have screamo just coming on. Yeah. You know what? Which, I don't mind it. The problem is, these guys don't seem like screamo guys. No, they seem like... If they were truly jocks in the high school, they wouldn't be listening to screamo. Since when do they do that? They'd be some hard rock type of guys. No, they've been listening to rap. Yeah, I think so. I, I would hope. actually, I, actually, that one with the buzz, the buzzed head. I can see it being <laughs> one arm. Yeah. Yeah, one arm bandit. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't have a name. His name is one arm. One arm. No, that's Scott Bowman. No, Scott Bowman was the... his goatee. Yeah. Damn it. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Don't you ever say that again. Yeah, one arm is one arm. One arm. <laughs> one arm. <laughs> yeah, and so. Basically, you're just freaking out how there's no reports about Luther reporting his stuff missing. They're talking about, yeah, it's a Luther, man. He's not going to give a shit. He seemed butthurt about this. Yeah, it's like, why doesn't Lex care? Why does he care they robbed him? And now we're having them going back and forth where it's pretty funny because now they're making a Scrooge McDuck joke. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do appreciate that. And because, of course, he was Scottish, not Irish. Mm -hmm. Scottish. And now they're going back and forth about what... 
why Lex wouldn't be able to call the cops here. But we're also, and I still don't understand this, Joseph. What does we need fresh blood mean? Uh, this is like, I think, like a prison thing, right? No, I, I don't know what it means. <laughs> no, what does fresh blood mean? It's like mean? a prison domination type thing. We need fresh blood. Is that what it is? New blood. I uh, haven't been in jail. Maybe, they, maybe, <laughs> maybe they're doing rituals. You been in jail? No. No, never been in jail, dude. Oh, what does we need new blood mean? And he says it like five times in this. We need new blood. But clearly it's hinting that something maybe is not working out. We need something new. Maybe we're too old for this or too, too like we've gone too hard on this. I don't know. But basically they're trying to figure out something here. Well, a plot. Well, they finally figure it out after he puts in the three and a half floppy A red disc inside of the computer that they found. Yep. They finally figure out why Lex has not been reporting on it. It's because he's been able to log into Daddy's system. Wow, dude, and he makes a Rogaine joke, dude, because Lex is bald. Well, and he's, he's also bald, so he's I'm got glad bald that, too. I'm glad that he's making those type of jokes. I hate these guys. <laughs> I hate these guys so much. The three bros. Extreme. That's all they do. <laughs> and so after that, we come back to the Luther Mansion. And uh, we got where Lex, Lex is on the phone, where he's then explaining about his PIs. You're supposed to be the best. You're supposed to be able to find what's going on, but of course they don't know what's going on because it's, nobody has any information on the guys that become invisible. And then soon as he hung up, the guys appear. The three bros. The three bros appear out of nowhere. Obviously, are now surrounding Lex, where they are wanting to corner him and blackmail him in the situation. Yep. Where usually, Joseph, this is weird because Lex kind of gets scared. And yeah, the reason why I say this is because they are threatening him and they're saying, hey, we know what's on the disc. We understand why you haven't gone to the police. Lex then says, oh, yeah, there's a couple of records on there, blah, blah, blah. And then they make the comment about Lionel. And it's, it's funny because Lex really thinks that he can fool them. The moment that he doesn't have them fooled is all of a sudden, okay, what do you want? Yeah. He immediately turns into kind of a scared person. Yeah, and so why I pause it there is because he mentions particle accelerators. And you know what that significance is, right? What is the particle accelerator? In the Flash show, that's what causes powers. Is that what they're hinting at? Dude, I, I don't know if they're hinting at that, but it's just a nice little thing they put in there because the part accelerator is. I like, thought Lex just lied about that, that. That it was just a comment that he was making. Well, and I don't that's know why if he's the guy just it, hit but him. But a part accelerator is obviously a thing. Okay, I'm gonna make it the flash comment. I like it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and so, this is what's weird for me. So they basically threaten him. They put hands on him. They they're basically blackmailing him and shit. And so, um, yeah, if you try anything stupid, you know who they should have called. Blackmail. Oh, oh, dude. <laughs> Phelan, bro. Oh, bro. My boy Samuel would have come in here and just wrecked shop. I never want to watch that one again. Dude, he's probably alive somewhere in spirit. Rest in peace. <laughs> and so, basically, he's like, you're going to do what we say, or we're going to show Lionel what's going on. They want a million dollars. They want a million dollars. And now they're asking, so Lex, how do I reach you? Don't worry, we're going to reach you. Here's a phone. Shitty phone. Uh that doesn't even look like a cell phone. That looks like a house phone. And he tells him, look, he stands up from the head and he's like, now turn around. Why does he bend over? Okay, I put that in my notes. <laughs> why does he bend over? Okay, wait, he says... Lex, why are you being a sub right now, bro? Turn around. Turn around. Yes, sir. <laughs> he immediately 
Why yes, he, sir. Why does he bend over? You should turn around. Oh, my bad. What is he doing? <laughs> I did not like that. I was like, Lex, Lionel wouldn't like what you're you doing. You have no right idea now. who you're dealing with. What? Why are you saying it like this? Jesus Christ. Why are you doing this, Lex? You're better than this. And now they escape the scene the moment he figures out that they're not going to do anything to him. He looks up. They're gone. And now we're on to the next scene where... Okay, so Whitney works at an academy. Dude, this is an academy, right? I did not like this store. Okay. <laughs> this store sucks. Right. This, this store is supposed to be around... Since what the fifties, what they said? Yeah, I see. I see. Uh, you know, clothing, and then what else is here? It's like uh, I don't know. It's random toys and stuff. You know, toys. We got clothes. This is just a Dollar General. Oh, and then Clark comes in here asking for a microwave. Oh my God! One of the best parts ever. Clark comes in asking for the microwave, where he's saying, "Hey, Whitney, Mom ordered me a microwave." And Winnie's like, hey, it's, uh, go in the back. And Clark's like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> he expected Winnie, Winnie, get your ass back there. Go get my microwave. That was his reaction to it. And all of a sudden, Clark tries to flip it. Oh, Winnie, what's going on? What do you mean, what's going on, ass? <laughs> Dude, Winnie's being a dick right now, bro. He's like, oh, God damn it. What? He is upset because why? Whitney is not going to the back? <laughs> Mira, pick up a microwave from my mom. He can pick it up at the back counter. He's like, is everything okay? Yeah, like... Dick? So, either... The look he gives him, dude. Why do he hates him so much? But no, Winnie hates his life right now because now he's going through to where he's explaining to Clark how I bet you just love being the next farmer, that you're going to be able to take over your dad's farm, that you're just going to stay at Smallville forever. I bet you just love it. Clark is like, dude, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't want to do that. What is your deal? Well, he's like, bro, you have no choice sometimes, right? I lost my scholarship. My life sucks. <laughs> and Clark is trying to say, oh, I had no idea. Have you told Lana? Why would I tell my girlfriend? I don't, I don't know. You're bringing up Lana again, huh, Kent? But I don't, I don't understand the anger for this where now even Whitney tries to like go, well, listen, Clark, I don't get you. You're now chasing after Lana where all of a sudden you want to help me. Whoa, dude. Yeah. Back it up. All right? You're trying to flip out on everybody right now. Why don't you go hang up some more shirts and take a five-minute break? Hey, hey, after that break, though, that microwave? Can I get that microwave? I've been asking for the microwave. Like, microwave. I don't know if you remember my first question when I got in here before you started complaining about your life, but I need that microwave. My mom said I got to pick it up. <laughs> Why did he really flip it, though? Okay, Whitney, you know what? I'm done talking. Go get my microwave. Hey, this guy needs some uh, shoes. Uh, take your five-minute break. Hey, take your time. Microwave when you get back, though. <laughs> it's cool, right? I mean, you work here, right? So who do we have walking <laughs> up to him? We have Sean. No, Scott. Oh, Scott. Scott. I think, so they reveal their names later. I don't think they reveal them yet. But yeah, No, this... there is no names here. That's why it throws me off. I swear there's names. They have names. Yeah, no, no. They have names in the yearbook when it's two-thirds of the way through. <laughs> and so, yeah. So obviously one of the robbers shows up. Clark is noticing the tattoo on his arm. Also, why does everyone's eyes look purple in this well, scene? Why does he notice a tattoo on his arm? I didn't get that either. Maybe because, like, because Chloe, oh, he hasn't, has he talked to Chloe no. yet? No. That's what also confused me. Because he didn't see he, tattoos. He didn't see tattoos. And he looks at it weird where even the guy's like, why are you looking at me, weirdo? And Clark is like, oh, no, no reason. But he doesn't know why. Like, it, that's what actually kind of threw me off because unless 
Clark is judging him because he has tattoos, and that's what Clark does because he's that bad of a person. You know what my father says about tattoos? <laughs> you know what? You're like, no, I can't wait to tell my father when I get home. Dad, you won't believe this guy had the audacity to be inked up in front of me. Hooligans, Dad. <laughs> you know what, Dad? I'm going to go chop more wood. All right, so I'm glad you told me. Martha, can you handle this? <laughs> I need to go fix the truck again. You're not going to believe what Clark just told me. So, so, he's like, you got a problem, bro? That's what he says to Clark. Because honestly, yeah, Clark is definitely giving judgy stares. You don't even know this guy. And especially when you don't even know about the tattoos, this is a complete judge. Like, I'm so disappointed and in so, Clark. And so, bro, they even have carts in here. They have helmets, baseball, gear, You mean sporting. the Academy? Yeah, this I know. Academy, this is Academy bro. Sporting Goods. So did Academy rip off Fordman's? <laughs> well, obviously, because Fordman's has been there since the early 50s. Wade Mahaney. And now he's talking about how he... Alright, so this is the leader of the bros. Yeah, and so clearly they're older. And at your first thought, how old do you think they are? Okay, so I thought they were at least 32. I thought they were reaching 30s 33. already. 33. Yeah. I thought they would be around that age where they were probably the town, like, losers. Yeah. Where they were homeless in ways. <laughs> burnouts, yeah. Yeah, burnouts. They would just do drugs, drink, party. Everybody knew them as just kind of like, stay away from them. Right. That's how I got the vibe from. Mm -hmm. And so, like, he's, like, clearly a fan of Whitney. And he's like, I heard you were on a full ride track to uh, Kansas State. No. And Whitney's just like, this guy just bring that shit up in front of me. So do you... I just told Clark. Do you think that he scopes out just the entire team, and that's what they were doing this, and that's why they were here, is that they went to each football player, and they were scoping out to see who was the weakest. Interesting. And who they could have join their group, because it's like what the guy said, I'm looking for new blood. Because that's the only thing that would be able to make sense to me. Because otherwise, he says new blood three times. <laughs> I don't know what else he means by this. And it's like, and dude, I, yeah, and I just don't, you know, just let's, let's look at the facts here. You know, we got some older men going to scout for <coughs> high schoolers. High school boys. Yeah. Older oh, men wait, scouting wait. high school boys. You know why this is not weird to me? This is Friday Night Lights scenario. This is small town where all that matters in this small town is football. Or even the older men, once you're stuck in this town, that's the only thing you care about. <gasps> Booby Miles! You throws the football behind my back? You throws the football? Whole ball. Whole ball. <laughs> Whole ball. <laughs> and so, so basically, as Wade is talking about, oh, I'm a fan, but also, hey, I can relate to your tragedy right now. I was on a full ride, and then my knee blew out. And I'm a piece of shit now. And I immediately <laughs> was done where I didn't have anything else going for me. So now, Whitney, what are you going to do, huh? And Whitney's response is once again going back to, I'm going to spit on Smallville. I don't care what I'm going to do as long as I'm not going to be here. And that was kind of the invite to them where, oh, hey, Joseph, do you think it's weird when older men invite a high school student to a house? Oh, so now it's weird? Okay, to be honest with you, if you want my honest opinion, I didn't write that this was weird. Because on every of the episodes, what did I talk about last time? Whitney's friends always was the biggest douchebags. These guys are exactly the people that Whitney would hang out These with. These are Whitney seniors. These are Whitney seniors, exactly. These are the guys that Whitney would party with. Which, 
going to now the next scene because obviously they're trying to convince. Come Whitney's on, like, come on, man, come party with us, bro. You want to brew? You want to be extreme? So now we're cutting to the next scene where this is. I thought it was gonna be weird, and I thought it was gonna be just them in a house together with all dudes. And I go, I would immediately leave. That's not a party. No, that's a bro sode. But Joseph, this is a party. It is a party. There's so many people here. There's girls everywhere. And apparently Whitney's the god of quarters. Oh, uh, well, yeah. You know that he parties on. It's the football team, man. What do you think that they're doing in their free time? Cheat on Tess? Exactly. And in order for them to cheat on Tess, they have to party hard. And have help with their homework from a 14-year-old? Yeah, well, they have to have, you know, some people steal the answers. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're at the party. Wade's talking to Whitney. Basically, yeah, uh, maybe we could bring you on. He's like, uh... Oh, wait, hold on. Let me give you the house tour real quick, all yeah, right? Yo, we got some fine honeys right here to the left, to the right. You take your pick. You know what? This is what happens, Whitney, when you have no job, you blow out your knee, you don't go to college, you end up here. Where all of a sudden, some girl just walks up to this man... Puts a lime in her mouth, pours Wait. him a shot. I know who that is. I was about to say, did you say some girl, dude? I want you to get into it. I want you to get into it. Did you see some girl, bro? Puts a lime in her mouth, pours him a shot, takes a shot. They start making out with the lime in the mouth. This doesn't happen. Yeah. This doesn't happen with these guys. Also, kind of rude. Him and Whitney were talking. I, you know what? That's fine. Somebody <laughs> wants to interrupt that way. I'm not even going to be mad about that. I'd be like, oh. It's, okay. This is the life I get? Dude, I'm on. Yeah, I'm in high school. Get this me is, on, bro. What? What? How old is she? <laughs> but, yeah, so this oh. girl that gives them the lime is Evangeline Lilly, a.k.a. Wasp. That's a no-name, From right? Ant-Man. Who cares, right? Yeah. That's not a big deal. First of all, just uh, no lime. Just uh, no lime, but with a lime. <laughs> We're cutting the episode. We're cutting that out. <laughs> oh, it's Stan. <laughs> Alright, so, okay. Let me this, show you where the real party is. This is the one part where you got me. Because <laughs> now we're crossing into really bad lines. If I was getting a tour from somebody where I'm at a party. Yeah, and just met they, them. And then they take me to a room where this room is pretty much, it's a good sized room that looks like a warehouse. And there's just a chair sitting in there. One single chair with one light? Um, what would you think is going on? I'm about to hear, do you want to play a game? That's exactly what I thought as well. <laughs> where now Wayne goes, Yo, bro, you ever been tatted? Yo, what about tattoos? Yeah, you like tattoos? I'm like, Yeah, you like tattoos? I like tattoos. I like, like, you can see, like, yeah. I got a lot of tattoos. I, I think you would look good with a tattoo. You but, want a tattoo? Let me give you a tattoo. Sit down, please. Whitney, you said tattoo? I got you. Whitney, I'm not into this. I'm not into this at all. Um, okay. Once again, line number two, that's crossed. When the other two guys then come up right behind you and then start going, <laughs> what? What is? Look how my brother's like. What you want to eat with the dogs? You gotta eat out of the big bowl. What do you mean eat out of the big bowl? What is going on with y'all? This is literally tattoo rape. Um, Joseph, now he's pointing out the tattoo. How is this made? I don't know. I you think they did it? How is this made? Yeah, who's, who's their connect? Who's their and by the way, because if they're making this, they are selling themselves short here. They could have been selling this. Yeah, why are they not on Ink Masters? Which is, okay, that <laughs> would be amazing. Oh, you've never seen ink like ours. It's green. I'm noticing the outside lines could have been a little better. 
Um, I've seen better. And as you can see, it wasn't really connecting on the eyes there. I'll give it a seven. Then they kill him. Ooh. <laughs> Tattoo sucks. Out. And he's like, oh, you see this stuff, Whitney? It's going to make you like a new man. So we have to add We have to add to the list now, Taylor. This is Kryptonite Inc. Sure. I don't know what the hell this is. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Kryptonite Tattoo Inc. Where are they getting it? Uh, from, um... Uh, um, um, who, who makes ink? I don't know who makes ink. The Smallville Ink Commissioner? Uh, this makes no sense where Whitney obviously agrees he takes that seat and then he goes, don't worry, I'm going to give you the best tattoo on planet Earth. Okay, this is so... He does some type... Just to make sure it doesn't say Smallville. All right, so I've done my research for this episode, and I've watched some uh, Tattoo Master or whatever. Those are the shittiest lines I've ever seen in my life. Look at him go over those lines. It's so Bro, bad. he didn't even clean it. He didn't even yeah, shave it or anything. Like, nothing was taken out of bag. Why is he doing that? You know why? Because he's using a dirty needle. That's why. He's like, you like that, Whitney? It feels good, huh? And... And now, I, I still don't get this, but where is this tunnel? Where are they? No, they're in a... They're where in are a, they, Joseph? They're in a... Um, uh, where is this place? In Smallville, I want to know where this place is. Because on the next scene, they are inside of a, it looks like, New York City tunnel. Yeah, it looks like they could be in, like, Metropolis. What, what do you maybe mean? they are. They're not in... There's no way they're in Metropolis. Those guys are not leaving Metropolis. Or leaving Smallville. That's, Remember, they're in that true. yearbook. <laughs> that's true. Those guys are staying there. Yeah, they have like a, a junkyard hideout. Yeah, there is no way they're in Metropolis. So where is this tunnel in Smallville? Hey, man, you got me. You pull out the map. Maybe I can point it out. I, I need a know. map. What, by the way, we need to find a map. Somebody <laughs> has had to have made a map. So now they're going back and forth. Okay, this is one of the... Yo, bro, look at the ink. Show me the ink. Yeah, it's like, bro, it's like, he's bleeding still, you know? Like, bro... And what are they sipping on? Orange soda? No, I want to talk about his tribal tattoo, Joseph. What is that? It's Whitney Foreman, man. What is that on his arm? Because that's the other part of this. Why are they so bad at tattoos? Why can't you just, like, let me get a tattoo on Dude, and they, you obviously, mean? can you just give it to them, Taylor? They're clearly not good at anything. <laughs> oh Come on, bro. Look at their lives. They're what? sipping orange soda in the fake No, New no, York these tunnel. are 40s. You know, the 40 These are 40 E's. They got Look the... at that. That is an old E in his hand. Damn. Dude, and this is crazy. They just walk in there and they put Whitney in front of traffic. Just be the truck. It's dream. Be the truck. Be the truck. Be the truck. You got the... Like, and then they throw his ass in front of it. Joseph, the truck driver doesn't even try to stop. Bro, he's like, oh, guess I'm killing another kid this week. <laughs> the truck driver doesn't even attempt to do anything. And it's just crazy. So now we have to go into the explanation because I'm sure it'll come at some point. But our, our takes right now. How the hell is your whole body phasing with one tribal tattoo? Okay, so I assume that once it's on the skin, it's affecting all of it, like skin absorption? I thought that the moment they had the tattoo is the moment that they had a certain amount of time that they were able to then be that way, of being able to go invisible, be shadow cat. Whenever I see the and hear the new blood thing, once again, I just... Don't get it. I don't understand what exactly is going on and how the ability really works because, Joseph, what, do they have to get another tattoo then for the power to work? Yeah, exactly. So what if that means... Because it apparently wears off. 
So wouldn't that mean in later on scenes so that Whitney has multiple tattoos then? Well, maybe because it's his first, that's the new blood thing coming into the mix. Maybe like a fresh skin. I wish they would have explained this like the Covenant. And they would have just stayed on top of the hill and said, you want to go for a ride? Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's, it's just weird because you see that and then Whitney's just okay with it. He's like, oh, cool, yeah, extreme. Okay, one arm bandit. Okay, dude. now I notice the one arm. <laughs> one arm bandit looks crazy. I'd be scared of that guy. Yeah, that guy is not somebody you ever want to hang out with. Yeah, and so after that whole fiasco, we're here back at the hospital with black eye Chloe and uh, Clark bringing her flowers. Okay, so Joseph, I, I really do have to ask. I really need your opinion because Chloe makes one of her comments here. And I don't know if it's snarky or not. Where Clark is bringing her flowers and she goes, Oh, it looks like that Nell shop uh, has completely been stripped clean. Look how many flowers are there. There's about three. And Clark three. made four. There's maybe five on the right that I can see. Okay, this is why I'm asking if it's sarcastic. It, there's no way Nell's shop is it's that cleaned small out. <laughs> unless Nell has a crappy shop that Chloe is making fun of. Hold on. Before you get to it, my other one is, but that's also not a bad amount of flowers. It's, it's kind of normal. Yeah, I was going to say, it's also not like over extreme. It's not under extreme. It's kind of... Well, you know, she throws jabs at everyone. So maybe she's just being a bitch. I, <laughs> that's probably it because she makes the Kentucky Derby comments. Why you just appreciate flowers? Okay, what well, flowers are these, though? She says that they're her favorite that Clark went and got. Dude, he makes it so horrible for her, bro. Like, no wonder, like, she's just distraught that she, he doesn't love her like that. They're my favorite. She, Out of all the flowers everyone brought me, you brought she me She did favorite. not know that he kissed, that she did not know that she kissed him. He could have pulled away, like what I said, the entire time. Clark just wanted, oh, I'm the innocent victim. Oh, Chloe, Yes. Oh, Clark no. right now is putting Chloe on the back burner just in case it doesn't work out with Lana. He knows that in the end, he could just end up marrying Chloe and be fine. That's what he's doing. And I'm very disappointed in Clark because, yes, he's playing mind games. She smells the flowers. She loves them. Once again, what does Clark do? I just want to say I'm sorry. Because I'm sorry he, for not helping and saving you. He blames himself because he wasn't able to save her. She then goes on her Chloe-ness and starts saying, I blame you then for the entire Black Plague. I blame you for the entire Medieval Ages or Dark Ages. She is now trying to just humor the situation up yeah. because Clark is being stupid. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, shut up already. And this is where he gets to ask her, do you remember anything about these and guys? And this is where he finds out about the tattoo. The one that grabbed me had a tattoo on his forearm. And now Clark is realizing, hey, I saw a guy with tattoos. Oh. Maybe that's him. Light bulb. Wait. I need to find out first. And he's like, I'm the greatest detective. But Clark then kisses her on the forehead, says, I... Once again, he is just setting He's, himself up. What a tease, dude. What is he doing? He's teasing me by doing that. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah? You hear that, Tom? Taylor wants it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so after Clark leaves, basically, I guess we're going to go investigate. We're back at the Talon where Lana's making her first initial argument to, ta uh, to Lex. I'm going to let you explain this because this was a really mean scene. 
Dude, Lex is actually very mean in this. this so basically, really Lana is like, and what <laughs> Lana's saying all the like the crazy, into, like really personal things that about how close this talent theater is to her because of her parents. After all of that spiel, she's so giddy, so happy, like a fourteen-year-old girl as she should be about this story. It's like, yeah, like you know, great. Can you just like not sell it, please? And then Lex is like, that's a nice story. Why is it actually so important? Because actually, I didn't hear one thing that made it seem reasonable to me. You know why, Lana? Because you know what's going around in this area? It's businesses. Yeah. And you know what the businesses need, Lana? They need a parking garage. You know what your parents bring me? Nothing. Because they're dead. <laughs> you know what the business brings me? Money. Because I'm living still. So guess what's going to happen? Your theater's gone. <laughs> parking garage up. Don't make me dig your parents out of the grave. You know I'm Lex Luthor. I can do that. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to talk to that Lex, dude. But anyways, yeah. So he's definitely mean right here. And Lana, like you feel for Lana because she's like, oh, like okay. Because she even at one point she's like, so that's it. That's you're not gonna. You're just, you're well, just gonna and he, here's the fair point to Lex here. She truly expects him to give it to her. That's, that's true. That's the other side of this too with Lana, where it's. Kind of the entitlement where because she has this sob story, she truly believes that that automatically gives her that theater. Lex really completely shuts it down, which is where you have to respect Lex in a way because he's not there to give out handouts. He's wanting you to be able to prove to him that this is something that is worth it for both of us. Mm -hmm. You get to keep what you want, but what do I get in return to your point? Because your dead parents is not giving me anything. <laughs> it's like, no, it's a valid point. Oh, yeah. Give me something as well. Yeah. Like Let's both win. Yeah, it's like propose something to me that's better than me making money off a parking garage. Exactly. And it's not even just like the parking garage. It's just make it make dollars and cents. She's like about to cry, bro. Like, dude, okay. And so after that, Lex walks out. We're back at Academy. We're back at Foreman's Academy, basically. Okay, bro. What, you want to you want to talk about these uh, sunglasses he's wearing? All right, you want you actually want to know why he's wearing them? Yeah, why is he wearing them? Is he hungover? The yep. lights hurting him? Yep, that's exactly why he's doing it. Cause I was gonna say the same thing where I go, I wear my sunglasses. But but the, <laughs> but the thing is though, ha why is he wearing them at work? That, that's you Hold don't on. do that. You're exactly right, unless it's your store. Damn. It says my name on the building, doesn't it? Guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna wear sunglasses at work. It's like, oh, new job. My name's Whitney Fordman. Uh, oh, you wanna speak to the manager? Come to my office. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you wanna speak to the manager? He just like turns around real quick, faces them again, like, hey, what's up? Get out. <laughs> but that's exactly what I mean. It's because remember, dad is sick. This is now Whitney having control. When he can do whatever he wants. Oh, oh okay. my God. All right. Oh, dude. Clark walks up, though. Like, hey, I need, to, what, I need to talk about, I need to ask about that dude you saw yesterday that you helped. He's like, man, I don't know, it doesn't ring a bell. I was like, whatever. He tries to turn around, bro. He grabs, he's like, hey, what, like, no, this is serious. He grabs his tattoo arm. Oh, oh Clark, check Clark, it out. my ink, bro. <laughs> Clark, look at my ink. He's like, oh, that hurt. Look, check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Hey, you like that tribal? Is that a cool tribal? <laughs> he's like, oh. It's so fresh. That shit's been like, like blow pens, bro. Someone did it with blow pens just, just this thought, morning. Winnie, where'd you get the tattoo? Clark, mind your business. I'm a man now. Did those guys give it to you? I, and this is where Clark is once again being the overhero 
Because it's Clark then saying those guys are bad news, where Whitney is now once again throwing out the comic book term of being a Boy Scout. You need to be able to back off, Kip, for once in your life. But Clark doesn't let go. He still keeps telling him, stay away from those guys. Listen, Kent, you're not my father. Now get the hell out of my store. Yeah. Pussy. Okay, he does not say that. <laughs> he puts on his shades and turns around. <laughs> Where now, Joseph, mark it down, because what do we have? No, no, no. This isn't an announce. We mean it's not. He called. Yeah. Nell said you called. Yeah, she said it sounded urgent. That doesn't mean you can't. She didn't return the but phone call. But he's expecting her. No. No. He's expecting her. No. I say he's expecting her. I say he's not. He, she could have called him back. Dude, okay, look. We have sidebar here. Sidebar. What? If you saw that. Wait sidebar. So, <laughs> if you have an unannounced... Oh, what did I do? No. You got it. All right, so this is what's going on. Where, this is what she says. My so now, aunt yeah. said that you called the house, and you said that it was urgent. So I ran over here. Wouldn't he be expecting her then? That yeah. is an unannounced. No, but he I left mean, a message. Yeah, he did. Like, hey, she can you tell Lana to come back. over? Dude, what if he said have her come over when she can? We don't know what it said. If it didn't say that, it is barging in unannounced. But there's no way of knowing. Right. We're going to have to yeah. get that nail conversation. <laughs> Call her out. <laughs> All right, so it may be on the unannounced. So basically, Clark tell was trying to figure out shit from this whole thing. And so he ends up spilling the beans to Lana. Hey. Well, you know what? I actually agree with this. Because it's like what we talked about at the beginning here. When he was supposed to be over and not telling Lana things. Yeah. This was three episodes ago that we worked out this issue. So you know what, Whitney? Screw you. Look at me. Look yeah. at me. I'm the boyfriend now. Yeah. Lana, <laughs> guess what? He didn't get a scholarship. Boo-hoo. That's what he says. And guess what? Your boyfriend's not going to college. <laughs> well, you know what? I have a chance. <laughs> Lana's now saying, why wouldn't he tell me? Clark is just saying he's dealing with a lot. Lana is completely devastated because she still feels like she wasn't able to be there for him because he didn't give her that chance. And she is actually thanking Clark for being a good friend. And Clark immediately looks at her and says, I'm the best friend you have. <laughs> I'm the bestest. So... Now, Clark is pointing Dude, to... We gotta, we yeah, gotta talk about right. this. So right. now where Clark is saying, I found the guys that Whitney's hanging out with, they are bad news. Here's a picture of them in the yearbook. And first, we... I have a first question for this, okay. this yearbook. Yeah. So they clearly are freshmen, right? Why would they have this yearbook? Well, no, 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 no. This is... All right. So hold on, hold on. You're trying to tell me that Chloe doesn't have the books inside of the torch. They would have a copy of each of the yearbooks. So, you, so you're saying he brought this from school? Yes, he brought this from the torch. Hmm. Clark would have access to the office. He would be able to know the files. He, they would have a record of all the yearbooks. If Fair. They had a record of all the speeches. Fair. All I know is, can you explain why Wade the Mahaney. guy has a, a goatee? And his high school photo, where he looks exactly the same. He looks like he is 35. In Class high of 96, bro. Yeah. And here's like that was a few years ago. Wait, no. So this is 02 now. Here's the other no? side of it. How did Clark know that they went to school there? 
So what if he was just wasting time and somehow Dummy got lucky? Bro. Where can I look? Your books! Wade Mahaney and his his class or quote, senior quote is take no prisoners while he has a mugshot in the yearbook. My quote was take me prisoner. Take me prisoner? <laughs> is that not yours? No. Oh, I thought we matched. No. No. Stop no. it. No. 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 I'm no prisoner. Alright, so now we're getting back <laughs> to where Guana, who are these guys? Clark, I don't know. This is where they were just like Whitney. They also were big athletes who ended up getting injured, where now they ended up just staying around in Smallville. Scott got caught up in drugs. Wayne had an injury. What drugs? Nobody knows way. about one armed guy because he's not mentioned because he has one arm. <laughs> <laughs> what drugs were they on, by the way? They got uh, meth in this town? Oh, small town? This It's only meth. Only meth? It's only meth. They're like, Coke, what's that? Do you not remember last episode in Leech where we saw Pirate? That was one of the meth dealers. <laughs> Heroin and meth, probably. Eric just had to take them out. They got them poppy seed farms out there, bro. Dude, Eric screwed up a lot of supplies. <laughs> and so, Clark's just, of course, saying things like, you know, Whitney's lucky to have you. Oh, he's so lucky. I cry myself to sleep every night thinking how lucky he is. <laughs> what is your deal? Okay, you're the one who defended Whitney. So isn't this something that... One episode! Happen? Listen. I gave Pete his one episode, and he still sucks. What I love, though, is that they immediately change the subject after it, where, hey, these are the bad guys. We should probably look out for Whitney. <laughs> hey, so how's the theater going? Is the theater going well? Well, Lex... Turns out he's going to still build a parking garage. He's not listening to he me. He said my story wasn't good enough. But Clark actually is the one who comes up with the solution. Don't worry about it. Lex just wants you to be able to prove to him, which mm -hmm. is what we talked about. He's Lex Luthor. He's not a guy for handouts. He likes to propose a challenge. And it's up to that individual to be able to step up to the challenge. Yep. In a way, you're stepping up to Lex to prove him. Mm -hmm. You gotta be able so, to. So yeah, Clark's like, yeah, maybe it was a challenge. Maybe you should uh, just, uh, maybe not to be so dumb, Lana, and well, actually think for once. Lana actually does, though, take into consideration saying, I can't think about that. My first priority needs to be Whitney. Clark, no, 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 no. I'm gonna take care of Whitney. Don't you worry. Yeah. You focus on that theater. Whitney's my best friend, Lana. I hate Clark so much. He's my best friend. Your boyfriend, the one who hates me and hung, strung me up in a field all lana kept doing this entire looking scene. at his lips oh dude, my I god saw that that's too. all she kept doing and he's looking straight in the eyes he too. is and, that's and she's just like she, salivating dude she is wanting to take a bite out of the apple man <laughs> she is wanting it she wants to climb that apple she, tree dude. i i was so thrown off i, I was go, like why do you keep looking at his lips if i saw that i was like you're trying to kiss me Sorry, but I got a little sweaty like, during this scene. Yeah? Cause, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no. I caught that too, yeah. bro. And I was like, dude, she totally wants She's to kiss ready. him right Look, now. She does it like three times. And Clark's the man he is looking her straight in the eye like as he should. Because he is only focused on Whitney. He'd probably look Whitney in the lips. Yeah, surprised you're not looking at her chest, Clark. Well, That's why you took her necklace off, huh? Well, the necklace Lana, is please stop wearing your necklace so I stop looking at your chest. Let it go. He probably misses the necklace now. No, not at all. He, he has to it. actually look at her eyes now. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're at the foreman store after the barn scene, and we have Whitney and the bros pulling up. Just They just carry the ink around, I guess. That doesn't even look like ink. That's a clear vial of water that that's highlighted <laughs> in green. That's not even ink. Why would ink well, ever look no, like water? There's some inks that are like the actual that, that look with it. It'll be black, like various colors. 
Tattoo ink? Yeah. No. For sure, bro. It would be thick. Dude, it wouldn't be like super thick, but it would definitely be looking it, like listen, that. Listen, I do a lot of paint by number. I don't think you know what you're talking no, 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 about no, no, when no. it comes to But ink. that's not tattoo ink, Taylor. Paint by number is the same type of quality. No, paint. You're literally saying what it is. Paint. It's not ink. Are you dismissing my paint by number? No, I'm dismissing the fact that you think paint and ink are the same. I need you to prove it to me. Go get the tattoo. They have different words for them. So anyways, you want to find out what it's all about, bro? I got a taste. You got a taste. Now it's about this. Now it's about the whole thing. And now Winnie jumps in the back. And it's just like the Red Firebird. And now it's Camaro. And now they're going and they're driving off. Clark's so Clark obvious. obviously is looking around the corner saying, oh, Whitney, I'm watching you. I've been watching you this whole time. I've been he watching speeds you, off to follow the car where... We pull up to Lex, Joseph. meeting up for the blackmail meetup delivery thing, whatever. They're meeting I, him at an uh, abandoned meat house? Where did they find this place? And he's going up the stairs right now, so how are they able to get in through the wall the way they are? The hooks, bro. Just randomly? Where did they find this place? How do they know about this place? Where is this place in Smallville? I'm pretty sure they probably mess with people like Jigsaw does in Saw. That's the only... They they had the chair. Now they have the hooks. Yeah. <laughs> they are on the wrong villain area here. They're and not so, thieves. They're serial killers. And so now we actually get a full glimpse when Lex gets in this room that we see them walk through the wall. Like, like obviously he senses they're coming and they're all here now. And Whitney's with them. Joseph, wouldn't they tell Whitney the plan? Huh? When, yeah. When did they tell Whitney what the plan's gonna yeah, be? Yeah, they're just gonna bring him on like assume he knows. Cause you literally ask what's going on, everyone to hear. Hey, Joseph, whenever I hand you a ski mask and I say let's go, <laughs> you think you're gonna ask a question of what are we doing? You think that that question is gonna come across your mind? Because it doesn't come across Whitney until, what? What are we doing? What did him? Did he dip into Clark's stash? It's like that thing in the town when he's like, "Hey, we're gonna go mess up some people. Uh, you like, I'm not gonna tell you what it's about, and I'm never gonna, you never can ask me about it." All right, cool. <laughs> Whose car are we taking? <laughs> That's what happened. And he's digging in the in the briefcase. Well, yes. And see, this is my thing, bro. This goes back to the power explanation. He's phasing, but he's able to feel if it's inside there. So. Yes, he's able to be able to face. So what we're assuming here is that he, they are the ultimate shadow cats, meaning that they have control where they can have the invisible at one moment where their hand is through something, where their hand they can turn solid. So essentially they are just the master of their power. So it's purely permeation then? Yes, exactly. Your explanation of the permeation was perfect when it comes to the same comparison as my hero because that's the only way that it makes sense. Okay. And what's funny, though, is that Chloe even hinted, we'll get to it, but it is kind of the same where it's the molecules that are moving so fast that then it causes them to be able to vibrate. It's actually kind of like a flash thing, too. Yeah, exactly. And what's even crazier, because this shows that they can control it that way. Yes, exactly. That they've Which been interested for so long, though. You know, this is probably a, probably one of their best explained powers. I'm not even going to lie. No, it's not. Are you serious? No, it's not. I'm Compared not to all the other ones? I had corn mist, Taylor. Listen, the corn mist causes jitters for and seizures. Shakes. That's basically the same thing. Okay, why are you yelling at me? I'm for just this? saying, this is probably the best explained ones because it clearly they they check off all the things. Like No, Fat Girl had a better explanation. Did she? 
She had smoothies. Oh. No, why did you do it to me again? So anyway, so they're mugging Lex because he didn't actually bring money in the briefcase. So what that's was what he the... doing? What was he going to do right now? What was his plan? Give us the damn money. And when he's like freaking out, like, dude, why, why are y'all doing this? Why did nobody <laughs> tell me what was going on? Why didn't I ask questions? I was supposed to go to Berkeley, man. Come on. So they're now telling Lex, I can be able to kill you. He starts choking him. Wayne does because he has little man syndrome complex. He yeah. gives us little man a really bad name. And now he is saying, I could face through you and it'll kill you. Once again, Whitney is freaking out because nobody told him the plan. Everybody is freaking out where all of a sudden time is almost up. We got to blow. So how long does this shit last? It's got to be two minutes. It's got to be two to five minutes. Oh. It can't be more. Well, than no, that. because they remember they tattooed him, and then they did it like had to have been a few minutes after because they were walking under the tunnel. Unless their house is underneath the tunnel, because that place looks like it could be underneath. The tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, solid point, solid point. And so yeah, Clark barged in. He's clearly weak because of the kryptonite. He calls out Whitney, so clearly he responds. Whitney was confirmed there. Also, they slammed who was it, Clark, with a hook. Why did that shit not just stab him? Well, uh. Here's the thing. The meat hook probably just hit him in the perfect spot, so that way he wasn't able to get injured. What I do like about the power that I will give you, finally, it's whenever the kryptonite is in somebody's skin where it's automatically hurting Clark. Cool, where yeah. Where it would make complete sense. Mm -hmm. It's finally that where even we talked about with, like, Tina, even with last episode. It's like it's fresh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's mm -hmm. at least or the handshake as bad as it was with Rickman. But at least it was kryptonite on his body, so you would think it would make Clark weak. Yeah. This is finally the one where it is a part of their body. It does make him weak, even when they're around him, because it's going through everything. Yeah. So they're because this is also Joseph where so, they live. So is this their hideout? This is their hideout. It's at the it's junkyard. It's at the junkyard. This is where the foot is. The villains from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh, they're they're, this they're, is they're the, the foot. They're the foot. Shredder. They is, sure aren't the arms. <laughs> this is after Shredder is done. Or the hand, I should say. Exactly. No, this is where they hide out. I can't wait to see Rocky and Bebo. <laughs> Dude. Uh, and so... Or Bebop. I don't want to say Bebo. It's Bebop. Bebop. Yeah, Bebop. And so, yeah, they're the junkyard and they're tripping on Whitney. But, hey, you didn't tell them the plan. Y'all didn't tell them the plan. Nobody told Whitney what was going on and he's being yelled at saying, listen, you need to get your act together. And they do the same thing. It's going to be our biggest payday yet. <laughs> That's what you do. Look how close they are. They want to kiss him. Yeah, well, that's how you psych everybody up. See, I just... The guys are really awful. I wish they would just be a, a cooler presence. Instead, they're the obnoxious bro city. Where I'm... Extreme! Yeah, I just don't get it. And now what I love more than anything is that... Was it Scott? What's his name? That's Scott. It's and Scott. Wade. So Scott pulls Wade aside and he's like... He's gonna screw up everything. He just yells it. He just yells at Whitney standing right behind him. Why did you pull him to the side? Why didn't I just yell at him in front of everybody? Because that's what you just did. Dude, I don't know. Hey, maybe you just want maybe you just wanted to make sure he heard it. Okay. So my okay. That's why I wanted to also pause it on this. Fresh scene. blood! He Wayne now says, listen, you need to cool off. He needs to be a part of our gang. We need us. We can't continue to be tatted up. What does that mean? Second part. We need fresh blood to keep this stream alive. What does that mean? Go. Skin. The amount of times it can absorb the ink. It has a, I guess, a tolerance at some point. What does fresh blood mean? 
Fresh blood, like new skin, bro. Fresh skin. All right, so you're saying, hold on, I'll buy into this if this is where you're trying to sell me here, Rickman. And that they get tatted up, they can only do it for a certain amount before they die because it's too much for their bodies to handle. Mm-hmm. And they're needing to recruit new people in order to carry on their legacy. But they think what? That they're then going to be the rulers like it's a pyramid scheme? Yeah. That's what they think that they're going to be able to get away with? You if know, I have the power and you don't, why would I ever listen to you? You know they're dumb as shit, so they, yeah, they're going to do that. I'll buy what you're trying to sell me, Rickman. Dude, I'm not Rickman. I'm uh, I'm the other one. You're Kyle. Yeah, I'm Kyle. You can get with the names right, okay? The names right, I didn't even attempt the name. You know what? You need to try it. Whatever, dude. I know Wade and Scott right now. Okay? I don't know their names. They don't mention their names but one freaking time in a damn yearbook. He just called. He said Scott. Wade. What's one arm's name? He got me. <laughs> he got me. They found that guy on the street, bro. Wayne now is yelling at Whitney saying, listen, man, I just stuck my head out on the lawn for you. No, he said, we went out on a limb and he laughed at his friend because of the comment. Okay. <laughs> That's not what he did. Yeah, we went out. No, he said we went out on a limb for you, bro. And then, like, you know, the guy on the back's like, "Damn it, bro, why'd you have to say that?" You know what? I'm. <laughs> I always say I would have showed that. That probably would have been the best part of the episode. And so, so basically, Wade convinces. Dude, come on, man! Like one arm, it's only one arm. <laughs> oh, come on, what, man! What's up? It's like flinging the other one. It's like all just floppy sleeve. <laughs> and so Lex brought Clark back to. The foreman? Why do you bring him back over here? Uh, Why wouldn't you bring him home? Listen, because I think Lex and Clark have that type of relationship where they both hate Jonathan. So they understand that, listen, I'm not going to take you home to Jonathan. I'd rather take you to Mr. Summers. He seems like a better father. But I'm just going to drop you off at the foreman's house. because, Or the foreman's academy shop. Because there's only one street in Smallville. So you just have to walk home a mile. Hey, uh, Clark, I'm going to drop you off here. I'll see you later. That's exactly what he does. He's like, yeah, I'll see you later, Clark. Yeah, Clark, hey, uh, I got things to do. No, he does that nod like that. He's like, I'll see you later, Clark. Hey, dropping you off now. But Clark is now asking Lex, asking, what, what were you doing in this situation? Where, What were they wanting to have? Lex is then pretty much lying to him. Yeah. At first. But Lex then says, well, it's because they stole a computer disk for me where there's something important on it. Clark then gives him a weird look, and Lex but it's nothing illegal, okay? <laughs> yeah, dude. But I hate how Clark is, like, still asking about it. He's like, it's, you know, it's nothing illegal. It's just confidential information. What's on it? It's hey. confidential information. What's on it? But that's why you didn't want the police involved? Oh, so if you don't want them involved, what's on it, Lex? Listen. What's on it? Clark, I got to hear this from Nell when I get back. I don't want to hear this from you right now. Yeah, Lana might walk in on us again. (laughs) You don't know what trouble that brings me with Nell. Yeah, we're going to probably have the pull out. You know what I'm saying? You'll be next. (laughs) Wait, what? What? (laughs) And so, Lex is like, what were you doing there, Clark? Yeah, Lex tries to turn it around saying, well, what were you doing there? Well, Clark actually has a valid excuse. I've been following Whitney. Once again. Once Again, Clark, you don't have to be the hero. You need to stop trying so hard. You're going to make a lot of enemies doing that. Oh, my God. This is four times. I saved you, didn't I? Lexus said it to him twice now. This is four times where now it's pretty much Lex all of a sudden is wanting to be the badass that we thought he would be at the beginning where, Lex, you think you can rob from Lex Luthor? You better think again. I'm going to get them back. Well, what about Whitney, Lex? 
if he's with them, he's going down too. No, no, no. What's crazy is like they keep saying Whitney, but Lex only calls him the quarterback because he hates him more than me. Whoa. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah. Does he never call him by his name? He hates calling him Whitney. I love he, that. He probably thinks he doesn't deserve a name. Lex is even more my hero <laughs> he in literally, this Because the whole time they're talking about Whitney, and Lex is like, well, you know, a man is measured by who he hangs out with, so if the quarterback's with them, I'll know where to find them. See, I love that. And I actually, so that And that's up, not the only time he's said quarterback. Well, that brings up what I was going to even tell you. From here on out, Lex is fantastic. <laughs> it was just the beginning of this episode where he, they turned him into somebody that's soft. Because even with him not showing up with the money, it's like, well, why would you even do that? Yeah. When you have some type of badass plan in the back, it's like he didn't have anything. He didn't have nothing. You should have shown me a butler with a gun, like making a phone call, and like saying, hey, it's handled. Yeah. You should have had something. Get the best security firm on this. And so after that scene, basically... What is it? Clark is going to still investigate, obviously. He goes to the hospital. Oh, wait, with... Fred is on a roll this episode. God. Fred is going to solve it all. Fred shows up to the hospital. Pete is there with Chloe. Chloe has her MacBook. Well, wait, how is she able to access the internet? Oh, it's because Pete hacked the... What did he hack? He hacked him? the phone. The phone? Well, he, the phone lines. Yes. The internet lines or something like he that. He was able to hack it inside of the hospital, so that means somebody probably is dead right now because Pete did that. Oh, you think they're dead? Yeah. Like he probably, or do you think he just went up to him like, I really need the internet right now. Like You have no idea. My friend's dying. So, wait, you're not even giving Pete the hacking ability? No, because Chloe probably showed just... him a manual, dude. So you think Chloe told him how to do it? You think like sure. Pete is able to hack? When has he ever shown any sign of doing anything like that? Except, hey, Clark, come meet me in the showers. I got a line for you. <laughs> okay. Pete is more than just shower time. I got a hack for you. Listen, Pete has been showing his... I get it. You're Pete's biggest fan, dude. <laughs> oh we get it. Pete's so cool. You're so excited about him hacking the hospital. Chloe showed him a manual. Okay, listen. She had he it on her MacBook. was able to do it, man. All right, so now Chloe, you know what she does? She solves the crime in 13 seconds because that's what she does. Velma, once again, Clark just makes a it fascist out. joke. Which, by the way, I love. That was really solid from Clark. Okay, so this is where Chloe is actually going to be explaining their power, which you said that you love. So I want to make sure that I get this right here. Chloe is then saying that whenever they are giving themselves the tattoo, that it's the meteorite tattoos where it's speeding up their metabolism and it's causing them to be able to vibrate and be able to go through walls. So again, it goes into the whole the phasing flash and everything. We're just having a lot of particle accelerator things. It's particles, interesting that you said the particle and accelerator. Even, and then even jitters. Remember, he was actually moving at superhuman speed. Which, why wouldn't he have that power too? Maybe he, maybe he didn't know yet. He didn't attempt to go through something. That's true. I, that's why I actually told you I thought he teleported beforehand. Yeah. And so after the hospital scene, she investigated. out everything. Oh yeah, it speeds up their metabolism so their molecules are just going at hyperspeed. We go to the Talon. Where Lana now is walking in and she has her proposal. And Lana is then hearing some noise where she is shocked because a crackhead walks up behind her and starts shaking 
and is covered in sweat because he missed out on his hit. And why, yeah, so why does he look like that? I have no idea because now, 13 seconds later, he looks completely fine without any type of sweating or not any type of shakes. I have no idea why he looks like a drug addict. And Lana's just like, oh my god, honey, do you need more crack? Oh my god, show me that tattoo you got, though. Yeah, let me look at it. It's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I didn't understand he was hung over, but he didn't drink, and the tattoo obviously doesn't do that to them. So... I, I don't know. And, and he's, look, like, perfectly he's groomed. Look at this. He's perfectly groomed, dry. It looks like he took a shower and everything. So, what I love, though, is, oh no, Whitney, he looks bad. Let's call Clark. Clark will know what to do. Clark knows it all. If I'm Whitney, I'm a little bit pissed. Why are we calling Clark? I don't want to call Clark. Why are we calling Clark? Because she loves him. Now they're trying to explain, um, hey, what's going on, Whitney? You need to be able to tell us what you know. Whitney is like, hey, I don't know much. Clark is now asking about the three and a half floppy eight disc. I don't know where they store it. Well... They're still going back and forth to try to figure out how to be able to get this disc back. Where Clark says, I'm going to now take care of this. Whitney, you're not going to go alone. Whitney, it's too you, dangerous! You've done enough! Okay? I'm tired of it. Yeah, idiot. Go back to football. And by the way, if I'm Clark, now I can't use my powers. You are now just pissing they know me off. No, I have to do it, Clark. Oh, God damn it, Whitney. He's like, he's like, Lana, can you... Can you get your boy? Can you get your boy? I don't want him with me. But if, he might string me up in the cornfield again. What if Clark was like, that's it, Whitney. If you come with me, I'm going to hit your girl. Yeah, right, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yo, I'm going to tell you, like, so the other day what I did to Chloe, um, I know you heard she's in the hospital, right? You haven't seen her, so you wouldn't know. I got to tell you. It was pretty cool. Two black eyes. <laughs> yeah. Gave it a two-piece real quick. She didn't see what was coming. She didn't see it at all, bro. She didn't see it coming, bro. But anyway, yeah, Whitney ruined it, so they're going and left Lana there. Yeah. Bye, Lana. Lana. You suck. You're irrelevant right now. They go to the hideout. They're looking for the disc. And Whitney and Clark are looking for the disc. I just like Clark. Yeah, Whitney, why don't you go search over there in the corner? I'll hey, be over um, here. Yeah, you might find it over there. Check behind that. Yeah, check behind there. I yeah. think it's behind the TV, Whitney. Why don't you go look over there? Oh, uh, Whitney, I found it. All right, so why wouldn't Clark immediately find this three-and-a-half floppy eight disc and just put it in his pocket? Mommy finds it, why would he just put it in his pocket? Why is he wanting the world to see what he has in his hand? That's true. I don't understand. He that. finds it in the vent that's just randomly there. There's no way AC comes out of that. And he just looks at it for the longest time. What do you think is on the three and a half floppy A disc, Clark? Oh, look at this, man. I got the disc. <laughs> like, what do you think? It's like he found a secret stash, bro. He found and, a fucking Krabby Patty recipe. And when he's like, hey, you got it, man. But guess who walks in? Wade Mahaney. Because we've been expecting you to betray us. One arm's in the back. Scott's already there with the so go So they didn't notice these guys at all? Uh, no, because Clark wasn't able to use his powers because he had to drag along Whitney. He just had extra. By the way, he didn't see a skeleton anywhere. It probably took them 30 minutes to get there. Clark could have gone there in about 30 seconds. Look, I don't know how you found that disc, bro, but I need it back, bro. Bro. Now I'm in a crush it. Bro. Clark destroys the disc, gives him the stare. Now Clark is still weak right now. The guys are, you dude, should have done that. Dude, that's such a computer tattoo. <laughs> it's not even real. Like, they couldn't even draw something. He it's punches crazy. Clark in this scene, Joseph. This is very serious. And where he is, he is through the body right now. 
He did what, uh... I wish he would have taken his heart and then opened it up. Remember what Reverse Flash uh, did to uh, Cisco? Exactly. You should have done something along those lines. And then magically had his heart heal. I think I would have been all about it. Now we're having Wayne, because Clark has passed out. He is pointing at Whitney, saying, you're next. And he's taking them to the junkyard, because once again, when you are a high school student in this town, we only have one way to try to kill you. And what is that? Junkyard? I'm going to drop a car in your head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not the engine this time, but a car frame. I hope you don't mind. This would take so much time. So how is this the best way to kill them? How is this the best way? Listen, my gun's getting clean right now, so I'm not able to use it. Yeah, you know, the trash compactor over there is probably not working as good as it is right now. Yeah. They couldn't just dump them in there? Well, they couldn't just tie them up and throw them in this car and then put them in the crusher. Yeah. That's what you do. Oh, I don't understand. So, yeah, and so as we're going here, we have Clark at the hideout still, weak as hell from Kryptonite. Well, uh, from one, the one arm. Let me ask you this. Why did they leave the one arm guy here well, by himself? It's because he's the. Oh, you know why? In all honesty, this is why. He is the most dangerous because he's a psychopath because he's lost his arm and he's still smiling always. Nothing but this is where I found out that he actually lost his arm. I had no idea until this scene where Clark mentions it, and I go, he does have only one arm. And this is where I also found out that inside of the safe was his arm, where he's in explaining the situation. Ah, it's no big deal. We just took too much time. When I pulled out, it was fused at the shoulder. Yeah. And so I can imagine what that looks like on his body, because it's probably just like sealed off, where it just looks like a bird or something. But I can't imagine the arm. Yeah. The arm that's just left. If you had screwed up our plans, we wouldn't have to do this. But now you're going to pay. Listen. I got one arm. Listen. He is the best because when Lex comes up and... Stun gun, bro? It's the most unlex thing I've ever seen. Why not hit him in the back of the head with the pistol? Nah, dog. I like the stun. I like the stay. I like the taser. It's clean. It's clean. So he's like, oh yeah. He's like, how he pulled out of that corner like he was the biggest badass, bro. It's like, yeah, I just tased the fuck out of this guy. Either way, now Lex is saying you should have called me. Clark is saying I need to find Whitney. Lex then says I'm gonna call the police. Where he turns around for a second, and what does Clark do? Zips what? out of there. He wants Lex to be the one that doesn't know anything. I get that you're wanting to be able to save Whitney. You probably should have jobbed. You probably should have just ran out normally in this scene. Maybe. And at least gotten somewhere where Lex isn't going to be suspicious. Now, if I'm Lex, it's like, I got you. I know. It was like, there's no way. You're there, th there's no way you're just going to disappear. I've already seen here. the blurry photo. I've already seen how the speed works in ways. I've already had my suspects. Come on. It's funny that he does this a lot because Batman is known to do this, you know? Like, peace out on people without them noticing. Yeah, but Batman does it in a cooler way. Much cooler. Yeah, because it happens. He's the ninja. Yeah, duh. Yeah. And now we're having Wayne, where we're back to the Whitney and the Wayne story of them yelling at each other because this is all about who's the biggest loser in their life. Dude. Dude, look. That's how you're going to leave, dog. You come into us this way, you leave us this way. Yeah, we drop a car on you. And Scott's like, yeah, I got the button. And now we're going to do it because Clark now shows up and says, you better let him go. Where then Whitney 
his hand then goes out and it fades where you automatically assume the power is no longer going to work. Would it Wayne know that his power is no longer working? Dude, I would figure he would know. He would know because of the way his body is and he would know from the way he's acted in the past. Isn't this the greatest way he could die? <laughs> what so I love Clark is speeds over there. As the car is falling, they stays... can't see because they're looking up. Yeah, they go to see Clark because he's lo- they're looking up, and so he speeds over like Scott can't. Scott didn't see him just now. No, he's holding the button right behind Clark because he was also staring at the car as it was falling down. Perhaps, and the cops conveniently show up there. Wade is definitely dead and crushed by that car. I don't see any blood. He's alive. It's stupid if he's alive. He fell through the ground. Oh. oh. And he just fused down there. Yeah. Because it wore off? And he's stuck there forever. Oh, what if that actually happened? Because did they even explain how they... Did they have a body? No. Did they ever even talk about it? No. That could be our theory then. What if they found a body? Like, where's your friend that's... You it's said just died? like the arm in the safe. Exactly. So oh. it wore off. So like he slid still because it was wearing off. But clearly it's not strong enough to come out. Oh my god. What a death. What a horrible Would death. Would you die? No, that's the thing. On why would there be no blood in the arm? And your point was, if the arm is still good, dude, that would mean you're still good. You're just stuck there forever. Oh, interesting. That'd be that'd be crazy because yeah, I like it more than him being crushed and dead. Yeah, there's no blood, so it can't be crushed, and there's no ambulance whenever we see the scene. And I love when Lex is over here just talking shit to them in the backseat. Well, he's like, hey, if you keep my secret, I'll keep your secret. Which, I don't understand why they would ever keep Lex's secret. Yeah, and they said the liquid was missing. I, so do you think Lex took it? Yes. He had to have taken it in order to see how they were able to do their power. Whenever Clark left the area, that's what Lex is doing was searching their place. Lex is all about the next step. Bro. He's never going to play something. Always plotting. So after everything, every all those bros get caught, and one of them's dead, maybe. And so we get out here, back on the streets of Smallville, and Chloe's just like, Oh my god, I'm so happy to be outside! I love the weather! Oh my god! I can't believe it. It's cool. It's like, alright, well, goodbye. And she bumps into someone like, Dude, get out of your own headspace, bruv. Clark is now, Chloe, where are you going, Chloe? I'm going to go do Chloe Apparently things. none of the tattoo ink was found at the loft, and Chloe's, I smell a cover-up. Because Velma's already on the case. Dude. And Clark is obviously happy because he has the smart person in his life back, and he no longer has to solve cases by himself. Because, good <laughs> lord, he is exhausted. It's like, oh, man, this was a tough day. This was a tough Chloe, day. Chloe, I'm back. I'm glad you're back. And so now... We have Lana saying, thanks for your help. I'm going to go do this business proposal to Lex now. Clark and Clark's says, like, good luck. You don't need it. You don't oh, need yeah. it, Lana. That was the meanest thing. Hold on, we got to go back to that. She does says, wish me luck. And he's like, you don't need it. <laughs> Why would you say it like that? What is your deal? Like, you don't need it. What? You might as well have said, <laughs> wish me luck. No. <laughs> what? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to do that. So, dude, look how kind of I want to look just kind of because we talked about that. Was it was it last episode? What what episode was it where they made Lex wait? Was it Leech? And no, it was Leech. No, I thought it was the episode before. Is it? No, you're right because it was Harry. Yeah, Harry. Yes. Why does he look like he's so mad? How long has she been making him wait? Doesn't matter. 
because in this scene, he doesn't think that a 14-year-old girl is going to screw him over. Oh, that's true. And you know why? Stop it. This is Clark's lady. That's true. I am going to wait for her, even though if I hate her, plus I'm banging her aunt. So <laughs> I have to be able to stay and wait. Hey, niece. <laughs> oh, Lana. Yeah. Daughter. <laughs> And now Lana is presenting her proposal to Lex, which is really genius. I must say, I'm really blown away saying that he's able to use the talent as a historical artifact where he's able to have taxes cut for it. So it's now a historical building, a historical monument where you could turn it into a cafe. And she even mentions how she did research, too, because she noticed that this is a trend right now and it will be popular. Like, it's going to be popular. And And so... Turn it into, yeah, and it could be a venue for local bands, art house movies. Yeah, it's like a little rock-on cafe, bro. Man, I, With the theater. I would be all about that place, For too. sure. I would be there every single day. And now, it's funny because Lex is beyond impressed. Mm-hmm. Where he's, oh, he's going to manage it, where all he wants is for her to save me. That's who's, yeah, all he's going to manage it. And she then explains that she's going to be able to with Summer, but first now has to be able to, and then she'll eventually take over. And Lex, who came up with this, Lana, it was Clark. Yeah. Lex, he, I, I love his reaction in this scene so much. Mm-hmm. And it's He's like, yeah, I love it. I really do. And, uh, yeah, you're going to manage it. Well, it's just because it's such a Lex thing where, I, and he doesn't even crack really a smile. It's more of this is a business proposition. You've impressed me. Keep impressing me. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, and there's going to be an interesting partnership I see in the future. So get why this, though? What's wrong with her? Why she make this face? She's very happy. Look at this. Yeah. She's very happy. And what is this face here? You know what the face is? What is that? It's doubt because now it's responsibility. Like, can I do this? And Am I in over my head? Because Nell did kind of say she's kind of in over her head. No, 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 Joseph. We have to go back. Remember how terrible she was at serving coffee. <laughs> so now it's she like, is. Shit, I oh. have usually actually failed at everything I've done. <laughs> Wait. I can't do cheers. Wait. <laughs> Wait. I can't do those. I don't know what to do. Lex, actually, just forget everything <laughs> never, I said. Never mind. I want to back out of the deal. Dude, yeah, she probably was like, oh shit. Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And so, you know what that song was at the end? was Remy Zero, bro, who did the intro song. I can't believe I had to sit through that episode again. It was beautiful, wasn't it? No, it's not. What are we rating that one? I'm rating that one a six. Six? Yes. You can give it behind a six. Yeah, I'm giving that one a six. Actually, I give it a 6.2. You can do whatever you want. That's a six for me. Okay. 6.5, just if because I, of your attitude. I have to listen dude. to Tattoo Bros and Whitney's problems and Clark doubting himself again. My God. Dude, and so... And Lex being a sissy for the first half? God. So, I really only have one fact other than what some actor was in, but... WB, apparently with this episode, they went way over budget. For what? <laughs> the phasing, What did I they guess. pay for? All the phasing, all that, like, CG. But, like, yeah, apparently they went way over budget. Oh, and uh, WB... the shots of the Academy? Yeah. 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 Because this was the first time they didn't use the school. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, WB was very unhappy about it. Yeah, and it was not worth it whatsoever. 
Next time, whoever that you know what, whoever that director is, I fire him. Yeah. This is what you gave me for overgrowing budget. Really? That's what you do. That's what you do. Bro City. Dude. It's because they shot on location at New York City inside of the tunnel. <laughs> Damn, that was their over budget. Like, why the hell were we in New York? Yo, yo, I gotta fly everybody out for this one. Who scene. the hell? Who the hell did this? Why were we in New York? Listen, I got a truck coming down the tunnel at this time only. <laughs> we only dare. We coming straight back. No lollygagging. But uh, another thing, uh, that Darius dude, the bodyguard, the black guy, he's a man of steel for a little part. Good. A little cameo. I can't wait to see him more into this because... This he does play his bodyguard in several episodes. I know. I remember Darius. Don't you worry. Oh, you remember Darius? <laughs> that is? You remember Darius? What's his last name? I don't know. I don't either. Yeah, of course you don't. <laughs> so yeah, that was it for Kinetic. Ah, Kinetic. What a doozy, huh? Was that a doozy? No, it was not a doozy. No? No. Okay, not a doozy. And another, look at this, screenshot for the next episode has Whitney's face on it. Oh my god. It's another Whitney episode? No, 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 I think he's just probably involved, but we have, it's mainly, it sounds like it's about Lex. All I know is we may have to have filler Tuesday. But yeah, we yeah we got uh, next episode zero, episode fourteen next week. Catch us then. Good night. I hate you. Good day. Good night. Who knows when they're listening? Mm. Adios. Just, farewell. You're just like Whitney. Ciao. <laughs>